Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help you bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Adam. I'm Cole. And this week, we're going to be talking about the three branches of your creative career's support system. The three branches of my creative career's support system. Yours okay. and the audience's. Okay. Um, you know, we're creative people. We have <laughs> we have uh, creative careers. And sometimes... Wait, do you think people can hear that? Yeah. You just laughed. I did just laugh. Because I burped. You burped. Off mic, though. Not that far off the mic. Okay, well, let us know if you heard. Leave it. a comment on Instagram <laughs> if you heard Cole burp. Um, but, you know, creatives, a lot of times we're self-employed. A lot of times we're chasing clients down to get paid. A lot of times it can be stressful, you know, going month to month trying to figure out where that next uh, job is going to come from. And sometimes you're juggling too many clients. And all of those can lead to a lot of stress. And when you're stressed, sometimes you need a support system. So today, I want to talk about three different kinds of people that can help you out and be your support system. So the first is the relator. Oh, I thought that said realtor. No. <laughs> the re yeah, the realtor. The realtor. They're your support system. <laughs> no, the relator. So this is someone who understands where you're coming from. And a lot of times, it can be someone that's in the same art form as you, the same industry as you someone else that's self-employed and they just get the kind of problems that you're going through. Mm. And when you vent to them, you know, they're not going to say something back. Like here's an example. This is one thing I hate. Let's say you're venting about your art career to somebody who's not in the arts. Let's say they have a desk job that yeah. they think's boring. If you say, man, it's been such a hard week. I'm dealing with X, Y, Z problem. This client's unhappy. This client's, too happy they're so anxious they want updates every 10 minutes they say hey well you know what though at least your career mm -hmm. is an art career so that you know that's great that's awesome like that person can be the pits to talk to oh at least you don't have a desk job like me so my buddy nick uh nick roberts he's someone that is also in the music business nick roberts music yeah he's a nicholas roberts nicholas roberts music he's a singer songwriter and you know i've never once complained to him about something that was bothering me and had him go well at least you're a musician which is cool and you don't you know have a desk job so just having someone in your life like that can well can be more nice. than him not responding that way how does he respond well, usually with a joke about how we're all doomed because the industry is crumbling, which I get a laugh, and then we can actually talk about the problem. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that little dose of uh, positive nihilism sometimes can turn it around. Yeah. And by the end of the conversation, you kind of feel renewed, like, oh, I'm not the only one dealing with this. Yeah. Do you have anyone like that in your life? You know, I'm really grateful to have a lot of friends who work in the creative world who get it who like understand like my friend josh um owen is he's a stylist so a totally different part of the creative world but still very much like he understands what it's like to gig he understands what it's like to be working in collaboration with other people to bring something to life and for me for like for you you just gave an example of music to music um, but i think that just people who work in creative fields are really can be can be really helpful for us to have around us because they are experiencing life in similar ways to the way we're experiencing. I think for, for me, Josh is somebody like that. Yeah, just someone who doesn't think you're talking about first world problems all the time. It's nice to have. So number two, 
the second branch of your support system is going to be the outsider. So for me, this is someone that can help me with things in my personal life, intrapersonal relationships, and even sometimes business decisions that aren't about the creative part of the business. Mm. They can just give you an opinion like, hey, am I getting taken advantage of in this situation? I'm getting paid you know, this amount of money for this job. Do you think that sounds reasonable? Or even if you do need an art opinion, but from someone that's going to have an audience point of view, that can be really helpful. And sometimes that person might not even be someone you know. Mm. Um, like for example, over the past like year and a half, I've been kind of trying to figure out this ADHD sort of executive function kind of thing that I've been dealing with for my whole life. And I found a lot of help from people that make content online that, um, you know, how to work through some of those things to stay focused and to get more done. And, to, and, you're, and you're saying they make content about that, not like in the context of creativity. Right. Yeah. It's just like, hey, here's how I stay productive while I have executive function problems. And I mean, this is one of the benefits of a therapist oh, really sure. is somebody who you know, you're saying the outsider, they're not just an outsider from the creative world. They're an outsider from your daily life. Right. And so they bring a level of objectivity and also of expertise, you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they yeah. bring a level of expertise to the problem. And I think those people are so helpful in, in the process of developing our creative expression and career. Yeah. And the last example of that, that I'll bring up is definitely someone like an old friend who you've known since before you were even trying to do art as a career. Hmm. If you're lucky enough to have some of those people around, you know, they can kind of relate to you on a personal level that a lot of people maybe can't because sure. they've just been there for a long time. Uh, so yeah, that's the, uh, the outsider. And now the third type, which this one is a little more outside the box. Um, but I personally have found these people to be, a great part of my support structure. And that is the person who you could consider the distraction. Mm. So obviously there are times where you're going to have problems and you're going to want advice. There's going to be times you want to vent. There's going to be times you want to feel related to, but sometimes don't you, you usually get a grande <laughs> sh sh uh, or do you get a venti? Yeah. A venti or a grand. You want a venti or a grande. Okay. To someone. Um, <laughs> but there are times that, uh, you just want a distraction. Sometimes you just want to talk to people about some nonsense stuff that has nothing to do with your problems. Just be in a good mood. Go hang out, you know. And there are friends in my life that I've never vented to. And I've never... Uh, <laughs> You've never grandeed. Never grandeed. And I would not ask them for a favor. I wouldn't ask them to come over and, uh, you know, help me put together this wire up something like you would actually only send them copious amounts of text messages to come to your show well no <laughs> but um you know they're the people that at the end of the day if you just want to go eat some tacos and have a laugh and tell funny stories that those kind of people can be great to have around so yeah. whether or not it's intentional um there's been people in my life where i just keep it light and we just have fun and i'm not it's not about being invulnerable but it's about valuing the fun relationships that you can yeah. have that aren't super serious and you're not deep diving into each other's feelings because that's taken care of maybe by someone else. And obviously there's a blend to that. Like not everyone is a defined role in your support system all the time. This is actually one of the questions I wanted to ask at the end of talking about these three, because 
Um, what do you think about, we've talked about kind of these th three things in silos. Right. What do you think about some of these people in like who possess some of the, like multiple of these roles in your life? Well, we're not robots, uh, all of us. So, you know, you can't obviously set it all up to be like, this is my outsider. Yeah. So I will only go to them about this. But, you know, there are times where I know, like, for example, my girlfriend, if I brought up certain things to her, you almost know what they're going to say, hmm. um, especially if it's not one of those. Sue Ann, if you're listening, I don't think you're predictable. <laughs> but it's, you know, one of those things <laughs> where y you're around them enough that you kind of know what their advice would be almost. I'm just trying to be the distraction for you today. Perfect. Um, I'm being successful. You are. But you're also making great points. Thank you. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, people are adaptable. People are flexible and you can't control everything that goes on in your life. But well, I think I, some of my most, some of my best relationships are the people who can be some level of all three of these things. Right. So yes, I totally get what you're saying. And I actually think it's really insightful for us to think about whether or not we have people in our lives who fill these roles and I would say that even kind of like one step into that is, are there people in our lives that we're so like connected to that we can serve some of these roles, you know, some multiples of these roles in our relationships with one another? Like, I think the people I'm closest to in my life are people that I can really relate to from a creative level, but we can also just go and goof off right yeah yeah i really and love I that and i think part of it too is the reciprocity aspect mm -hmm. because obviously we're talking about finding our support system but at the end of the day it can be a give and a take and so it's important to figure out how you can serve one of those roles for someone else sometimes yeah and i think if there's someone that needs that and you can provide it obviously we're not doing like free therapy sessions for all our friends not a good idea. Uh, not a great idea. And we don't need to bear the brunt of everyone's problems all the time. But if you have the capacity to give that to people, then a lot of times you find that they're willing to give it back to you in return when it, it's your time in need. Well, it's also, a, a, and I know we're kind of going on now, but um, it's also like true that we have to find people in our lives who have the capacity to do that right like not everyone has the capacity to be any or all of these things for us and we need to make sure as we're growing and maturing as individuals and as we're growing and maturing as artists that we have people who are able to meet these needs in our lives because they really are important oh definitely so yeah those are the uh three branches of the creative uh support system in summary executive in summary. Judicial and legislative. And legislative, yes. Great, okay. Uh, and sometimes why. <laughs> Thank you but, for uh, that insight, Adam. But yeah, so, you know, hopefully on your journey, you can help uh, people by being in their support system and they can do the same in return. We hope you have a great week. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Entrepreneur Podcast. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Bye. Bye.